Hello, my dear friend. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us from Odessa, Texas to the rest of the world. I am Gian, the founding pastor of Victory Church, and it is my privilege that you are investing time one more time here with us. And I would like to invite you to go to our website, vchurch.us. From there, you will be able to connect with the podcast, the Vimeo channel, the Roku channel, the YouTube channel, and of course, the Victory Church Odessa Facebook page and the rest of social media links if you are interested in finding out more about us. In a daily basis, in a weekly basis, forgive me, we present this Bible study to you. We have been studying and reflecting on the letter of the Apostle Paul to the Romans. But today, this particular week, I, I am making a, a pause in this study because of the importance of this week. In some places, this week is considered the Holy Week. And, uh, well, I think it's necessary, especially considering Easter coming up, to talk a little bit about it. And the topic of this evening is Good Friday. First of all, I would like to tell you that I totally rely on my Lord God to share with you His Word and the meaning of His Word, interpretations of, of His Word. And I pray to the Lord God in the name of Jesus that He will guide us through this reflection today. Sadly, in many places of the world, this week, the Holy Week, and particularly when it's about Good Friday, is being observed in a way that uh, probably is taken a little bit much into the melodrama thing of the true story of the Lord Jesus Christ. We, we know it is, it is real, the sufferings of our Lord on earth, particularly during the 24 hours before of his death. It was excruciating pain, and we are not going, I am not going to diminish the sufferings of my Lord and my Messiah. Never. I will always exalt his name precisely for his sacrificial death. But on the other hand, you have to see the whole story of God, the whole story of the Bible as it is. It's, it's a story that is universal and eternal from the moment that he created heaven and earth to the moment when he created us humans to the moment of the need for a savior to the moment of the conception of the Lord Jesus Christ and, and the Virgin Mary and uh, his childhood and then his ministry to the moment of his death and then his resurrection And from there, all the history until now, plus all the future that is ahead of us. You have to see that because it's the way that the Lord sees life, sees us. Are we going to say that the pains and sufferings of the Messiah are just a simple thing? No, that will be an insult to the good Lord. No they were real. But uh, when you see 
that, that those particular 24 hours of suffering, physical suffering and mental suffering, from this perspective of the whole creation of God, His plans before the Lord Jesus and after His death and resurrection, actually the price that He paid, the suffering, it was worth it. It is. It was and it is. Because although He suffered tremendously, the reward was even better. And that is what the scripture also declares. So, what is the application of a Good Friday to us today? Do we need to remember his sufferings? Definitely, we need to remember his sufferings. Do we need to be worried about his sufferings? No, we don't need to be worried about his sufferings because they already passed. Do we have to suffer with him because of his sufferings? Not necessarily. We should be grateful and appreciative of his sufferings. So what is exactly what we should be doing on Good Friday, for example, or Saturday? Well, the same thing that we should do every day is always putting him as a priority in our lives. If we go back for a moment, to what the apostles were doing during those hours. Not just the 24 hours before the Lord Jesus' death, but the following two days. Can you imagine the struggle of them? Somehow, they felt hopeless. They even were considering returning everyone to his own thing. They, for some reason, Stop believing the promise that he gave them. Because he said clearly, I am going to come back after three days. I will be raised from death. He told them. What happened to them? During those days, undoubtedly, the disciples were struggling greatly. And they were just aware of the sufferings of their Lord, their teacher, they call them teacher also. When they saw all the beatings in the Lord Jesus' body, and obviously they saw them hanging from the wood, being crucified. They remember the, the voices that he heard. they heard of people calling him names and telling him things and the mockery, all that, the crowd, they remember that, you know, those were important things for everybody in those days. Of course, they struggled with that. And particularly when they saw the Lord Jesus dying, that moment was devastating for all the disciples, for all of them. I don't think that at that point there was one thinking, that's okay. He will come back to life. <laughs> Maybe they, they heard, they listened, and they believed in that moment, but somehow that was not there. Only fear, doubt. But that is okay for them, not for you. That's my main point today. 
while we are facing Good Friday and we know that we need to remember that they were terrible hours for our Lord Jesus Christ, you cannot feel hopeless and you cannot feel defeated because he died. You know what is what the apostles at that point didn't see? All the disciples didn't see, they didn't realize during those hours, during those three days, is what the Lord Jesus was doing. He said that he needed to defeat death. He said that he needed to conquer the grave. He said that he will come back to life after the third day. On the third day, I'll come back. I'll be raised from death. The disciples were concerned and worried. And today you see a little bit of melodrama in certain religions and certain groups because they want to create the whole atmosphere which terrifies a lot of children. <laughs> and actually makes feel, a lot of people make them feel very uncomfortable with the details of his death. And Remember, I'm not trying to diminish the sufferings of the Messiah. But certainly, to a certain degree, there is an abuse of what happened then, because it seems like it is more an exaltation of his defeat, humanly speaking, and how the Roman Empire, used by Satan and the evil, won, apparently. And that is exactly what you cannot think of. You need to get rid of those ideas that in any capacity, evil won. That is absolutely wrong. It's the opposite, my friend. While the Lord Jesus was suffering as a man, because the, the pain, the wounds, the beatings, all that was extremely painful, in his heart, he was joyful. He was not saying, Hallelujah, I love the beating. He didn't say that. But in his heart, he knew this is necessary because through my death, I am able to provide eternal life to my creation, to all of them. I know my body is aching. I know I am getting weaker and weaker. My blood is being just poured down to the ground. He was losing conscience, ability to think, to process as a human. But he knew the reward ahead of me is fantastic. And I am going now to defeat death and conquer the grave. And that is how you see Good Friday. That is how you see the sacrificial death of our Lord Jesus Christ. Not like a defeat. Not, not like somebody that was helpless. Oh, I cannot do anything. No, he could defend himself, but that was not the plan. You need to see Good Friday as a sign of victory because your Lord defeated and conquered the grave. Your Lord defeated death. It was necessary for our Lord Jesus Christ to go and fight against evil. And he turned everything down. 
darkness, evil, death, he conquered. So the disciples somehow were wrong. Well, you might be wrong when you are just watching these days from the same angle and even crying and sad because of the sufferings of our Lord Jesus Christ. Again, there is an abuse to some certain degree of this melodrama thing when they are trying to make you feel awful about it. That's enough, my friend. Because the Lord God right now, He is not sad of what happened. The Lord Jesus Christ Himself, He is not thinking of the pain. He is not thinking of His sufferings. You know what is He thinking? He is thinking of how wonderful His victory was. How wonderful His victory is. How wonderful His victory will be in your life, in the life of every human that is being born on earth thanks to the mercies of God. Good Friday, Calvary, those nights, those two days are days of victory, are days of battle, are days that you need to celebrate with clapping your hands, lifting up your hands, praising the name of Jesus. Those are days to sing hallelujah. To say, to say, Hosanna, blessed is the name that the name of the Lord, the one that comes in the name of the Lord. Because it was matter of hours. In 72 hours, the Lord Jesus transformed history forever. How could you be sad for that? You should be rejoicing on that because he died for you to give you the victory over death forever, to give you the victory over the grave forever, to give you eternal life. That is exactly Good Friday. It's a season to say, praise God. Evil, Satan, hell, death, the grave, It's not going to stop my Lord, didn't stop my Lord, and will never stop my Lord. Your Lord is alive. He was fighting the battle. The disciples were wrong. What about you, my friend? What about you? Are you seeing Good Friday the right way? But I will tell you this, very important. Certainly the Lord Jesus could defeat death and conquer the grave because of his holiness. It was his holiness, his obedience to God, the Father. What about you? Because what is the point of crying and feeling remorse and so much sadness for the sufferings of your Messiah, if you will come back to do the same kind of stuff that you've been doing for your entire life. No offense, okay? But if you don't live a holy life, what is the point of some tears? Do you understand? What is the point of crying 
and sobbing for 10 minutes. If half hour later you will be doing exactly the same kind of things that the Lord doesn't want you to do. You see, the disciples were wrong. Are you wrong? You need to see the event of Good Friday and the sacrificial death of our Lord Jesus Christ the right way. He was not there defeated. He was there fighting. Denying himself to the flesh. What about you, my friend? It's time for you to do the same. Your Good Friday begins now. Your Good Friday begins the moment you say, I'm not going to please my flesh. I have to live a holy life. And if that means that you have to say no to certain things because you really want to live for the Lord, well, do it. Get right your life with the Lord by doing what is right. So no more sadness, like a, you are overwhelmed. And, and you know, all the stuff that happens in the world today with so many signs and outfits and diets and ashes and all that. You know, we respect all that. I'm not going to judge anybody for doing things that they think is the right thing. But certainly the scripture tells me that Good Friday is a time for victory. It's a time for battle. It's a time to get ready to celebrate Sunday, the name of Jesus. So, yes, indeed. This Sunday, at least this Sunday, and let me say this one more time, at least, at least this Sunday, come to worship God in person. It's the least that you can do. But it's not what the Lord wants. He wants to see you worshiping Him all the time. Because he deserves your adoration, my friend. The Lord Jesus denied to himself as a human. And he decided to obey God and do what is right. What about you? What is the right thing to do in a weekly basis, my friend? What is the right thing to do? Isn't it that what the Lord told us to do? To worship him once a week? to celebrate His name, to give thanks to Him once a week? Will you do it? Or do you have something more important to do once a week? It's your choice. It is your choice. I hope you will do what is right. Now, like Joshua said, me and my house, we will worship the Lord. Me and my house, we will celebrate the name of the Lord. And that is what we will do in Victory Church and many churches every Sunday. So wherever you are, look for a local church. Go and worship the name of Jesus. You will be happy afterwards. And you keep on going. Church will save you from disaster. Let me say this again. Church will save you from disaster. You will see it. You will see it in your life, and you will see it in the life of those who refuse to do what is right. So I am happy today that I can talk to you about these things. 
You know why? Because the Lord God is my everything. I cannot live without my Lord. And not because I am a pastor. It's because I just couldn't live without Him. He is my everything. He means everything to me. He is my Lord and my God. And all that I want to do every day is to give Him thanks and do something for Him. And do something to share with others the love of Jesus for humankind. Good Friday is victory. Good Friday is fights and battles with victory. In the name of Jesus. Have a great rest of your day. By Giancarlo Vitutoro. I know you have suffered, but what if you would have never met your mom because she died giving birth to you? That's the beginning of Simon's story. Then Simon's father died when he was only 15 years old. He was sent to a foster home where he was bullied, humiliated, and there was no one to protect him. But Simon decided to find a way to get his revenge by studying and becoming good at sports. He won a scholarship, and soon he started his own business, Simon Yardwork. Mean people were envious of his success, but one day, Simon met and fell in love with Jackie. They were happy until the FBI arrested Simon due to clues that incriminated him with several murdered people. Will Simon end up in prison? Don't miss the outcome of this story, The Best Revenge, the musical that will inspire everyone to pay good for evil. Go to mygiancarlo.com to purchase The Best Revenge on audio and video. Hey, 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 hey! That's all, that's all, that's all, folks! <laughs> Time to go home! <laughs> Ciao!